Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, people, and welcome to this episode of the No Bullshit Guide to Life with me, your host, Bangs in a Bun. How are you? I hope you're well. And I mean that very sincerely, because world events of the past couple of weeks have been, well, scary, let's be honest. Uh, So I hope that you are safe and well, and that um, nobody who you know directly has been affected by everything that's been going on. Um, I sometimes have people tweet me and things and ask me to cover certain topics on this here podcast, which, by the way, thanks for that, y'all. Appreciate it. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you reaching out. It means a lot. Um, so somebody reached out to me, and I get this question quite often, actually, um, asking me, how do you stay motivated? So I decided to make that the topic of this podcast, um, not just me and myself personally, but just as a general thing. How can anybody stay motivated? Because it's kind of a tough one. Okay, before I get into it, I'm going to preface it with a couple of points. Um, first of all, um, whoever you look at and look up to and think, man, that person is just going for it all the time and is driven and is really successful and stays motivated. And if that person kind of makes you feel that that's what you aspire to be and that's how you want to be in your life, let me just start by saying um, it's not that way all the time, okay? So if you ever look at me on my social media and if you know me in person, and absolutely, I am quite the bundle of energy and I am all about bringing good vibes and living on a certain wavelength and trying to achieve certain things and being passionate in the way I go about doing it. But is every day like that? Hell to the motherfucking no, it ain't. It really isn't at all. Um, Are there days when I get up and I can't be asked? You better believe it. Absolutely. And that is standard across the board for everybody. Listen, not every day you wake up and it's rainbows and roses and unicorns and you just, you know, life is wonderful and you're just going to power through it and get on with everything. It's just, that's not real life. So take whatever you see as, uh, you know, as usual, I would say this, take whatever you see on social media, etc., with a bit of a pinch of salt. For the most part for me, yeah, absolutely. Like that is 100% true. I I love um, what I'm doing with my life at the moment. I do feel very passionate about it and that definitely keeps me motivated to do it. But I definitely have days where I wake up and I'm tired. I can't be bothered. I don't want to do it. I just want to pull the duvet over my head and stay there for a while and not speak to anybody, not turn my phone on. Everybody has those days. So if you have those days and those days make you feel like you're a failure, stop that. It's not the case. Today's, uh, tomorrow's another day and you get over it. Um, so that was my first point. Uh, second point just on a very basic level, what motivates me? Um, I'm freelance, okay? So I don't have the cushy safety net of a nine-to-five job. I can't just show up and drift through my day and know that I'm going to get paid at the end of it and everything's cool. I'm freelance. So what does that mean? That means if I don't work, I don't get paid. I do not have the safety net of sick pay. If I'm sick, and I can't go and do my job, I don't get paid. 
I don't get holiday pay. So what does that mean? That means if I want to go on a holiday, I have to earn twice as much money to cover the time that I'm going to lose when I go on that holiday. So basically, um, what keeps me motivated is that if I don't get to work, I don't get paid. If I don't get paid, I can't pay my rent. Then I'm homeless. That's not an option I really want to explore. You know what I'm saying? So that's enough to motivate everybody, really. It's not an option that appeals to me. So I have rent to pay, I have bills to pay, and on a very basic level, that in and of itself keeps me motivated. I'm not a money-motivated person, let's not get it twisted. The money in and of itself is not what motivates me. I have no desire to be filthy rich, but I do have a desire to have a roof over my head and to be comfortable and have a safe space I can call home. I have a very nice space I can call home right now that I very much enjoy, and I want to keep it that way. So... Yes, on a basic level, that keeps me motivated. And I think the fact that I'm freelance does help me to do that more. And and I think I've structured my life in that way, quite specifically. Um, I've tried nine to five jobs. It doesn't work for me. I feel very demotivated in that kind of environment. Because in my experience, you absolutely can just show up, not really have to do anything, not really feel any kind of pressure. Um, And... And you still get paid. You're still getting the reward at the end of it. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I have not spent enough time in a nine-to-five environment to feel like that is true for everybody. And I know it isn't. I I know people who work nine-to-five jobs do, in fact, work very hard. And some people make that work for them and do manage to stay very motivated, etc. Just for me and my personality type, I just found that I was not the right fit for it. In order for me to live passionately and to stay motivated and to be able to bring that energy to other people, I've just found that a freelance kind of thing works better for me because it kind of gives me that bit of an extra edge of like, man, if I don't do this and pull my finger out and find a way to do it creatively and passionately, I don't get paid. And then, you know, uh, my little uh, bundle of wonderfulness that is my life uh, will not be the same. So those two basic points I wanted to make right up front is that, you know, nobody's motivated 100% of the time. And number two, on a basic level, people just, listen, we've got rent to pay, bills to pay, and food to eat. So, you know, those things will keep you motivated enough on a basic level. Now I'm going to dive in to what I feel are my top five points for staying motivated or being motivated and keeping going and living a good, passionate life. So, yeah, point number one in staying motivated is to live a passionate life. So if you've not listened to the previous episode of the podcast that I did a couple of weeks ago, that was on this very topic, which is living a passionate life. Um, And I feel that a lot of those points that I made in that particular podcast um, kind of cross over to this one, really. So if you haven't listened to that one, please go back and do. Um, You've got to have something that you're passionate about in your life. It might be your job, it might be hobbies, your family, but whatever it may be, you have to have something that gives you a bit of a pep in your step, that gives you something, some kind of sense of purpose, something to work towards. Perhaps that thing is travel. So you, you know, set yourself a goal of going on a trip every year and that's what motivates you to keep you going. Whatever it is, you've got to have some kind of fire in your belly, something that keeps you passionate. I think that's really important in terms of staying motivated. Point number two, which links into point number one, quite easily, is that you have to figure out what your purpose is, right? What that passion is, what it is that's going to drive you. And I mean, that's obviously much easier said than done. Um, 
for some people, this can often take your entire life to kind of figure that out, you know? This is what people do these kind of eat, pray, love road trips about. But I just think that if you're drifting aimlessly through your life with no real purpose, it's really easy to become demotivated because you don't know what you're working towards or what you want or what drives you. And these are really big questions, but at some point you've got to kind of figure that out, you know? Um, you've got to take the time to do that. Uh, and I think it's really important actually that you take some time alone to figure that out. And by that, I literally mean taking time to be by yourself um, and not be around other people. Part of the problem is I think, especially when you're younger, um, you're around other people a lot and you ask other people's opinions and well, what do you think I should do in this? What do you think I should do in this? But then you're never really going to find your way to that authentically in a way that really works for you. So I think it's really important that you separate yourself and isolate yourself from that noise in a quite literal sense and just listen to your own voice come through, listen to your own truth and what exactly is it you want to come from that particular situation and what you want to come out of your life. So take time to figure that out. How you figure it out is going to vary from person to person. Um, I personally find um, journaling is quite a good way to do that. And when I say journaling, I mean, it's not like you have to be writing dear diary entries every day. Journaling for me, I literally just have tons of notebooks. If you know me, you know that I'm never without one. Um, and I just literally might just jot down, you know, a thought that I have, or that might be a phrase. Sometimes, you know, I see a piece of graffiti that's got, a, you know, some kind of phrase written there that resonates with me, and I'll just quickly write that down. Um, could be anything, you know, just random thoughts, little motivational quotes that speak to you, plans, schemes that you're coming up with, ideas, you know, all of those things, that all to me counts as journaling. Or even, you know, you might see um, pictures in a magazine that motivate you. You might make a little kind of dream board um, that helps to kind of inspire you and motivate you. You might be more of a visual person that way. It could be a Pinterest board, whatever. Um, something that helps you to kind of gain some clarity in that. In terms of journaling, if you do need some help with that, there is a really great journal called the Daily Greatness Journal, which basically gives you questions as prompts for every day. So kind of, you know, and they're big questions, you know, like what do you want to achieve today? How do you want to feel? Those kind of things. Um, but it kind of points you in the right direction in terms of the kinds of things you want to think about that's going to help you get to that kind of end goal of figuring out what your purpose is, etc. So, you know, journaling might be the way that you figure it out. Um, you know, try out different jobs and things. If you're working in a job that's just not motivating you and keeping you passionate at all, try out, you know, see if there's something else within that company that you could go for or see if there's a way that you can expand your role so that you're incorporating a bit something uh, that you're more passionate about into the role that you already have. Those kind of things. Experiment, open up different jobs, different hobbies, that process in and of itself, trying to figure out what your purpose is, that is quite motivating in, just in and of itself, you know, because then you're trying to, you know, figuring something out and trying to find a passion and a purpose is really motivating, I think. So that's another way you can do it. Point number three is to relieve the pressure. 
And I think this is going out to, shout out to anybody who's in their 20s right now, uh, because I think this especially applies when you're within that particular decade of your life. Listen, life is not a race. And for some reason, when we're in our 20s, there's this crazy pressure to have done all of these things before you hit 30, to have found you know, your, the purpose of your life, to have found your dream career, your dream partner, and gotten married and had kids all by the time you're 30. Um, yeah, can we just cut that shit out? It's ridiculous. Stop putting these crazy markers and time limits on your life. You know what? The reality is sometimes shit just takes a while to figure out. And oftentimes, let me just say, some of the people that you, we hold in the highest esteem, you know, some of the world's best inventors or whatever celebrity you look up to, whatever, some of these people did not step into their greatness fully or achieve the things that we hold them in such high esteem for until they were well into their 40s and 50s, some of them, you know? So we kind of, and, and I'm sure all of the, their 20s and 30s, they had to stay motivated somehow to end up getting there. So please remember that, that first of all, life doesn't stop when you're 30. Let me just assure you of that. Um, and you've got to be able to keep going and stop putting these crazy time limit pressures on everything the universe is going to throw you all the kind of curveballs you can even imagine so you can plan 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 all you want to and think i'm going to do all this shit before i hit 30 no you ain't no you ain't because the universe is going to find a way to plant you right back down on your ass to let you think about things even more you know it, you might think yeah i'm going to get here and i'm going to get there but if you haven't if there's a piece of that puzzle missing that the universe needs you to understand and get then it's going to sit you right back down again until you figure it out. So don't think that you have to have achieved all of that. I had that same um, attitude when I was in my 20s. When I was about 26, I had a full-on kind of meltdown because I just felt like, Jesus Christ, I'm not, I was looking at everybody else around me. My God, I'm not achieving anything fast enough. I'm not hitting these markets. And oh, I've only got four more years to do it, to hit all of these things. And then I hit 30. And when I realized that it was not, in fact, the apocalypse and my life does indeed go on, I just took all of that pressure off myself and started living freely and was like, you know what, let me just ease my foot off the gas a little, give myself a freaking break and let my life just progress in a natural way. Excuse me, I have to cough. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Just let my life progress in a natural way, okay, rather than constantly having this pressure because... When all that pressure was going on, I spent all my time being worried that I wasn't achieving enough. That, that was actually just crippling me. It was really stifling any kind of creativity. It was really preventing me from moving forward and being able to achieve anything and stay motivated because I was just constantly feeling pressured and stressed and as though I wasn't doing enough. So you've got to, if there's one thing you take away from this podcast, please let it just be this point. Relieve the pressure. Take a step back. I did it again recently, just at the beginning of this year, where I was like, you know what? I'm trying to do too many things, and it's stressing me out. I'm going to take my foot all the way off the gas. I'm going to focus on one thing and just being really good at that one thing. And when I did that, everything else just kind of naturally kind of fell into place. And then everything else became much easier for me to do, and it all just seemed to... It's weird how the universe works like that, but just everything seemed to kind of mesh once I'd cleared my brain of all this stress and worry that I'd been putting on myself. And it was just me doing it to myself. Don't nobody else give a shit, you know? It, we're Really, we're just putting this pressure on ourselves. 
And we love to flatter ourselves into thinking that everybody else is really paying so much attention to our lives. But really, your life can actually just progress at the pace that you want it to progress at and not that many other people are going to pay attention. As long as you are trying to move in, in, in the right direction and you're showing willing to do that and that you're making proper steps to do that, you know, people are going to be invested in that journey with you. So relieve the pressure. Um, you're going to do things in your own time. That's how I'm just going to sum that up. You're going to do things in your own time. You are who you are, which is going to lead on to my fourth point, which is that comparison is the enemy of growth. I'm going to say that again so that you really take it in. Comparison is the enemy of growth. That links into what I was just saying. When I had my mini meltdown, it was 100% because I was comparing my life to everybody else's, which really, when you think about it, is completely futile, okay? How you get to your end destination is going to be completely down to you. There is absolutely no point in comparing that to anybody else. I don't care who you look up to, who inspires you, who you want to be like, who motivates you. They got to their end destination their way. How they did it is not going to work for you, right? Just because you're different people, you've got different life circumstances, that different things are going to be thrown in your way. Everybody's thrown different kind of curveballs. It is a completely futile exercise to compare your life to someone else's. And I guarantee you that it will keep you demotivated. If you are constantly comparing your life to other people, you're never going to make any progress. It's really going to be, it's the enemy of your own growth. So as hard as it may be, and I know it's not easy, and especially in these times where you can quite literally see what everybody else is doing, and you can see a step-by-step, -step, given that we have social media and everything else, um, it's especially hard to not feel that pressure to keep up but yeah, yeah you've, you've, you can't. You just can't do it. It's not going to be beneficial to you. You are going to do things in your own time. You've got to focus on your own journey, focus on your own path and do things your way. And it's actually much more rewarding when you do that too, to kind of just, you know, know that you have figured it out for yourself. So that's really important. Don't compare your life to other people's. It's really, it's so pointless. Um, and my fifth and final point for staying motivated is to set yourself goals. Um, so for me, I set myself goals in the form of half marathons. So uh, do I get paid to run half marathons? No, I absolutely do not. And I shouldn't because I'm not very good at them. But um, I set myself those goals because training for a half marathon usually is like a 12-week cycle. So can I discipline myself enough for three months to achieve this thing? Yes, I absolutely can. If I can do it for this one thing that I'm not getting paid for, can I apply that same mentality and that same discipline to other areas of my life? Absolutely, yes, I can. So running half marathons for me serves as a reminder that I am capable of discipline and I'm capable of achieving things. So it also gives me the reminder that things are achieved in baby steps. My friends, it is not possible to scale Everest every day but you can take tiny baby steps towards it. That's one thing that I like about running half marathons also, is that on your average half marathon training plan, at the beginning of it, you think, oh man, you know, I've got to work up to running 13 miles. But your first training run out the gate isn't going to be 13 miles. You work up to that and you see your progress. 
And you're going to have days where actually just running to the next lamppost is an achievement. I think letting yourself have those baby steps is really important. And just in general, we only seem to celebrate the big victories, the big wins in life. Whereas I have kind of learned myself that actually all these little baby steps are worthy of little celebration, you know? And especially when you're feeling particularly demotivated and as though you can't really achieve anything. I've had days like that where I just didn't want to do anything, but then I somehow managed to pull my finger out a bit. And by the end of that day, I'd replied to 10 emails and that was an achievement for me. That was a baby step that day. Sure, in the grand scheme of my career, is that the biggest thing I'm ever going to do, reply to 10 emails? No, it isn't. But on that day, when that's all I had to give, that was a massive freaking achievement for me. When I wanted to be doing anything else but that, when I just wanted to pull the duvet over my cover and shut the world out, I managed to get up, have a shower and reply to 10 emails. I'm going to celebrate that little moment for myself. I'm going to reward myself for that little moment. The baby steps matter. They are all stepping stones to get you where you're trying to get to in terms of the bigger picture. So don't ignore those little baby steps and make out like they're nothing. Like, oh, I didn't really achieve anything today because I just replied to those emails and, and that's it. You know, I didn't get to the top of the mountain. That's not important. The baby steps matter. All the little pieces matter. So give yourself a pat on the back when you do that. And absolutely celebrate even bigger when you hit the bigger goal. But I think part of the thing is when you never take the time out, to appreciate the fact that you've hit a goal. You're just constantly setting new goals and new goals. And you reach a point, I did it earlier this year, where someone actually pointed out to me, who I hadn't seen in a while, was like, oh, you've been doing all this stuff, and I saw you did this, and you did this, and you did this, and that's so great. And I was like, oh, yeah, actually, I did. You know, I kind of, when you're so caught up in it, and you're living it, and you don't take those times out, timeouts and those moments to appreciate where you're going, um, you, you almost do start to feel demotivated again because you're just kind of, okay, on to the next one, on to the next one, here's the next goal. So take a time out as well to celebrate all of the little victories and appreciate the little moments that you have. Write them down, acknowledge them somehow so that they don't completely pass you by. So hopefully those things will help you in terms of staying motivated. I'm just gonna go over them again. Live a passionate life, so find something that you are passionate about. That does not necessarily have to be your career, as I mentioned in my previous podcast, you know, that is, um, that's a bit of a myth that you have to constantly be, you know, in this dream career and whatever, not necessarily the case, just find something in your life that you are passionate about, figure out what your purpose is, however you're going to figure that out, that's down to you, and it's going to take some time, but give yourself some alone time to really listen to your voice and figure out what it is that is giving you some kind of sense of purpose. Relieve the pressure. There's no time limit on greatness. It's going to happen when it's going to happen. Okay, so don't be thinking within the next two weeks I have to do this and, you know, absolutely set yourself some little goals in terms of that, but don't let that define what you're doing. And for God's sake, don't ever think to yourself, if I haven't achieved it by this time, it's not going to happen. Yeah, you just may have to switch the way you're doing it. You may have, you know, the, the path may not be a straight one there. You're just going to have to figure out some kind of detour. Um, but don't cut off the idea completely if specifically or if you're in that mentality of if I haven't done it by the time I'm 30, then it's pointless. 
get yourself out of that mentality instantly, please. Um, comparison is the enemy of growth. Please remember that. Don't compare your life to other people. It's pointless. And the fifth step is setting yourself goals and acknowledging the baby steps. I think that's really important. So yeah, remember that nobody is motivated 100% of the time. It's tough, but you know, but it is possible to live a passionate life, you know, share it with other people, share your goals with other people too. And that helps to keep you on track and helps you stay motivated. Um, so I hope this has helped you somehow to kind of give you a bit of a boost and want to stay motivated. Um, please do uh, check in with me on various social media platforms on um, Twitter, Instagram and Snapchat at bangs in a bun. Um, you can check out my blog bangsinabun.com and please do subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and give me a rating on there. That would be wonderful. And I'll be back very soon with another episode. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.